0: The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live.
1: Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella.
2: Well, good morning and welcome to Hope Reigns. My name is Steve Tiber. I'm one of the leaders of an organization called Eight Days of Hope, and I'm hanging out with another leader of the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope, Mr. Mike Fiala. Mike. Good morning. Good morning.
0: Just the way you say that. Good morning. It just it just sends a shockwave. It wakes me up more than a cup of coffee, you know, so I don't have one this Where
2: morning. Where is your cup of coffee? You're you know, always with a cup of coffee. Well, I had—I
0: switched over to hot chocolate. No, you didn't. I did. Oh, I, come on. It was just a couple days. It wasn't sitting right. So I thought, honey, give me hot chocolate. I've been hot chocolate ever since then. We've got <laughs> marshmallows in the, in the whole bit. So,
2: oh, oh, man. Our friends down south that are listening to this say, like, man, you're eating You're drinking hot chocolate is still warm down here but we take the show up in buffalo new york it's heard around the country uh, locally regionally on wdcx and around the country on american family radio yeah so thankful for you this morning thank you for joining us we're going to be sharing some god-sized stories from the mission field and it's been busy we're a disaster relief organization both natural disasters and human disasters. That's right. And Mike, it's been busy. Um, Hurricane Laura, okay, uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and then of course, Hurricane Sally last week. Uh, There's been crazy windstorms in the Midwest and Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Sure. Uh, Of course, we're just wrapping up today our safe house that we're building for those rescued from sex trafficking in Indianapolis, Indiana. If you didn't hear that interview last week, go to our podcast and listen to Christine of... Uh, Fraser, who's the executive director of Not Today? But Mike, it's been busy. It's been a great opportunity for the church to be sure. the hands and feet of Jesus. Well,
0: now you just talked about those last couple of places, but it started off in North Carolina, right? And right, then...
2: with Hurricane uh, Asis. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I'm,
0: gonna, I'm not I'm touching not <laughs> I'm Still to messing it again. that one up. Yeah. Some tornadoes, right, in well, North Carolina. The fact is that it's been several months strong that we've gone from, mm. you know, at least four. Opportunities and with COVID going on, it's just amazing that this many people are jumping on board, being the hands and feet of Jesus, going to these different areas in this pan- time of pandemic.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, and you're right. And so, um, Eight Days of Hope started after Hurricane Katrina. I'll give you the 60 second snapshot right. of who we are. Uh, we have traveled the country. We have 160 volunteer leaders who serve with us. We're a very unique organization. We, you know, if you look at our 990, we don't have salaries and and overhead like others that come out of donations. We have partners who cover all of our fixed costs. And we've traveled the country. And in 15 years, our anniversary is coming up this year in December. Exciting. We we have rebuilt 6,100 homes around the country for free. All in the name of Jesus. And then last year, we started a new arm of the ministry where we help ministries expand, renovate, or build a facility to provide a safe place for those rescued from sex trafficking. It's real. It's happening in your area, we promise. I hate saying this, and the need is real. And I just I know that today as we wrap up our fifth facility in Indianapolis, Indiana, we partner with Frank Reich, who's the head coach of the Colts, his wife Linda, and an organization called Not, not today, today. Yeah. And that's K N O T, not for more information. And so about fifty-four million dollars of work now, Mike, and here we are today as you and I speak. Um, we're in multiple places serving the brokenhearted well let's go
0: back on something steve you, you mentioned about um, our donors, okay. Our donors take care of our fixed costs. So you're going to hear on this program quite a bit, donate, donate, donate. Well, that's not necessarily donating to us as to whatever cause yes. that we say. And, and, that's every a great penny, point. Well, and every penny goes to, if you say for Cedar right. Rapids or for the safe houses, it's going to, every penny is going to go to those, uh, operations.
2: And let me rephrase something you just said. You said our donors, our partners, partners support yes. our fixed costs. So right. we have 10 partners. They're on our website. And one of them, American Family Radio, thank you, Provia, which is a manufacturer of building products in Ohio, Renaissance Bank, which is a bank down south. And we have some churches like Destiny Worship Center in Florida and the chapel in Western New York, New Point Community Church okay. in, in uh, Amish country in Ohio, beautiful part of the, <laughs> yes. the, the world. Um, and um uh, Hand of Hope, Joyce Myers Ministries, Our Savior's Church in Louisiana, Grace Church in Houston, and there's there's probably another couple I'm missing. And so these donors cover our fixed cost. And so today you're going to hear about what we're doing in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Hurricane Laura, a Category Four hurricane, yes, only seven miles per hour wind less than a a, a Category 5, Mike, Lake Charles is a mess.
0: Yeah, and that carried inland about 30 30 miles, and it was still uh, close to what? 100
2: and 100, 120, 30, 115, yeah. Yeah, like right. And actually, it went in for probably 120 miles there was damage. Oh my. I know we did something with Cody Ford, a football player with the Buffalo Bills, in Pineville, Louisiana, which is about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and 30 minutes north of Lake Charles. And they, they got their power back. It uh, took them two weeks to get their power back. Oh in my. fact, Mike, today there's still no power in most of Lake Charles today no that's five weeks it, it is mike i mean think oh, about my. it mike have you ever lost your power for a half a day or a day
0: go for a couple candles and i complain all day <laughs> <laughs> i mean really really you think about it there's just nothing that up no i maybe three days at right. the most during a snowstorm around here you get it but uh oh so eight days Didn't, of hope
2: we we had to, we had to move quickly uh we were down in lake charles within 48 hours we stepped out in faith and Bought a $70,000 generator from a, oh, a, a used generator <laughs> at that. Used for yeah. 70000 Gently 000. used, though. Gently used. Oh, my. We shipped it overnight down from Illinois and got it to a church in Jennings, Louisiana, so we could house our volunteers. Okay. And so um, if you, if uh, yeah, I mean, you have to move fast. You, you can't wait two weeks to raise money and see if, if God provides. You, you just have to believe that he is going to provide, and he does. Yeah. In his timing,
0: well, yeah, and it's always a stretch. And I, don't you agree, Steve, that the the ministry is blessed because you'll step out before the dollars are there. You see <laughs> the need, be, and you say, "We got to go," and you pray. We all we all pray in leadership, and then uh, we just yeah, we got to go do this. But what, you got you can't look at the butt it's not there yet. It will be there as we step yeah. out.
2: Interesting thing, Mike, is we were in Cedar Rapids. They had a, a crazy windstorm. It it's called a, it it's an inland hurricane in essence. 35,000 trees were toppled in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And while we were in Cedar Rapids, serving with our rapid response arm, because we have two arms with our natural disaster side. We have an arm with our, it's called rapid response. It goes anywhere within a day or two. And that's what's in Lake Charles right Right. now. And then we have an arm that rebuilds six to 12 months later, like we did in Harvey uh, in Houston, where 4,600 people came to serve with us. So we're Hmm. in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Hurricane Laura comes. And of course, during Hurricane Laura... Another hurricane comes, Hurricane Sally. So it's been nonstop, Mike. So let me just stop there and say, if you would want to volunteer with us, we need you. We're going to be in Lake Charles for another week Mm -hmm. serving residents who still are waiting in some areas for power. We're tarping roofs, doing chainsaw work. It's free. We provide the food and lodging. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Uh, you can also donate there and i'll be candid with you. Uh, we are our wheels are spinning like in four <laughs> different markets right now and and we just would, would appreciate if you could send any type of donation. $25, $10, $100, uh any amount. You can do that online on our website 80 It's safe, it's yeah. secure. You could you could become a monthly partner. You
0: got to do that. Even if it's a monthly you know, partner, yeah. just
2: 5 bucks a month, 10 bucks a month. Every dollar you give will not go to overhead for the ministry of eight days open or a salary or a fancy van or, or, or a facility. It's going to go to the front lines to, to serve those in the name of Jesus. Well, think about that. If you're sitting, you're home, you can't get out to volunteer
0: for whatever reasons. Um, you can, when you donate, you're, you're giving to the cause. And there's just some kind of peace that comes with that, that you're contributing. Sure. You're helping, you're serving. Right. Um,
2: with a trusted partner, you know, we're, we're ECFA certified, so Evangelical Christian Financial Accreditation. You know, we get an independent audit every year. It's, it's a high standard, but we have that, ECFA. And again, you can do that online. You can also mail us a check. And I would I would ask you, if you're going to listen today and you don't have a pen handy, uh, we'll, we'll share this address at the end of the show. But our P.O. Box is on our website and our Facebook page. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But you can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. The need is real. Mm -hmm. It's huge. And again, we we stepped out we you know we bought generators and and, and tarps and 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 you know feeding the, you know we fed thousands, of thousands and thousands oh and and and, and we you know we know that god's going to provide so again if you can help us in that journey 8daysofhope.com yeah
0: Hey, you see me flipping around my phone here. I'm looking for that website for the t-shirts and the shirts that Cody Ford, oh,
2: 26shirts.com, that's it, that's 26shirts. It. Yeah, so yeah, if you're listening, uh we're doing something with Cody Ford, He's the uh a National Football League player that lives in Pineville, and every shirt you buy, you um a, a part of it goes to help families after Lake Charles. So mm-hmm. if you're a an NFL fan or a Buffalo Bills fan or you just want to support a, a ministry, it's got a cool saying on that. Do you, have, do you have it? Off?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I bought the one with the long sleeve. I'm, Did wait, you? I'm, I'm waiting for it to come in, and I'm going to come in <laughs> with into the your show hot and, chocolate. Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> with the marshmallows. Oh, yeah. But uh, it says what you do should speak so loudly that what you that. W-
2: <laughs> okay, let's start over again. Mike. Okay, okay, guys, let's rewind. Okay, okay. See, I only got half half, Go
0: half the thing there. Okay, what you do should speak louder, so loudly that what you. What one hears oh boy, would you try that, Steve? Okay, I'm, here we I'm, go, I'm just here I got go. half of it cut off. What there. you
2: do should <laughs> speak so loudly loudly that no one will hear what you say. You know, it, it goes back to the the greatest sermon oh, I ever yes, heard is is the, is the one we see, not the one we actually hear.
0: I'm gonna go back to coffee <laughs> <laughs> and I can speak right. Oh,
2: man. Hey, we are so thankful you're here today. You're listening to uh, Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Uh, right now we're in Louisiana uh, helping hurricane victims from Hurricane Laurie. Uh, you can volunteer online. Maybe you can't go this next week. Sign up for our email alerts. You can do that on our website. Just give us your email address. We're not going to blow up your email. We'll only let you know whenever God opens a door for us to love and serve somebody in need. Mm-hmm. Today, Mike, we're going to be talking to Steve Metcalf. Oh, Steve, great servant. Yeah, yeah, he's from North Carolina. He's one of our ambassadors, our leaders. 160 volunteer leaders. He pays his own way to go Mm -hmm. and lead a ministry uh, like 8 Days Hope. Doesn't get a a, a penny from us. Okay. And he's been in Louisiana uh, multiple times over the last four weeks. He's Mm -hmm. gone for a couple weeks, went back home. He's actually one of our uh, leaders in training. Okay. He's going to be a rapid response manager, and so he's been shadowing our our, our leaders. But we're going to talk to him in just a couple minutes and uh, learn more about what's going down now, down there with Hurricane Laura. Lake Charles, right? Lake Charles, Louisiana. Oh man,
0: I love them crayfish or oh, crawfish down yes. there. Yes, oh, they eat yeah, good down well, there. We were down there years ago. Great food, but yes. hey, you know these servants and these volunteers. I mean. D- with everything that's coming down and it's not gonna slow down. Uh, sorry, it sorry about it that. But there's but,
2: there's hurricanes in the ocean now forming that will keep us yeah. busy for the next six weeks. Yeah.
0: So the more leaders that can be raised up and sure. so folks think about that. Go to the website hope dot com and get the information on how to volunteer, how to participate. How, listen, pray, right? Um volunteer and Donate. Donate. Yeah. There you go.
2: And, and maybe you can do all three. Maybe you can do one of the three. If you're going to do one, the one that we always ask for the most, and, and it's not because, oh, it's the cool thing to say or the right thing to say, but it all starts with prayer. It's a... This ministry is based in prayer. Um, it's important that we continue to pray. I know that so many times yesterday we had a situation in Minneapolis, and we were waiting for a permit yes. that was going to probably bring this thing to a halt and they just circled up and pray at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and at 3.20, guess what? <laughs> now, it always doesn't always work that way, but that's that's who God is. Hey, um, right now, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Scroll down just a little bit on the main page and you can watch a video. It's a three-minute video and you'll get to meet four of the families that we have served while we've been here in Lake Charles and wait to meet these sweet people, um, you know, an elderly man who's 84 years young that had to make a choice. Do I buy prescriptions for my wife who's sick or, or do I keep my homeowner's insurance? He cancels his homeowner's oh, insurance. Oh, yeah. And then a storm comes, a storm that's the strongest ever hit Louisiana. And then I said, well, how did it feel to see strangers show up? Oh, and, my, and he yeah. said, You know, they're not strangers anymore. They're my friends. And, and, <laughs> and that's what Eight Days of Hope does. Again, more information, go to the website, eightdayshope.com. Hey, when we come back in a minute, we're going to talk to Steve Metcalf, one of our leaders. He's in Lake Charles as we speak. And we're going to be hearing more about what God is doing. Thank you for listening this morning. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.
1: Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope.
2: The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is those who have been trafficked, sex trafficking. Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of making a difference with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters across the country, and that's a good thing, but there's only 600 beds for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking. And I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off.
3: Come be the hands and feet of Jesus.
2: Every single month somewhere in the country, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we're going to bring skilled professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel a facility so that more can be rescued from this heinous crime. We would love to see you on a future trip. For more information about the ministry, our Safe House Construction Ministry, please go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hanging out with my dear friend Mike Fiala. My family loves you, Mike. They call uh, you Uncle Mike. You're uh, not related. Yeah, we don't look alike. What? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike saying that's a good thing. <laughs> no 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 no. no yeah. Oh man. Uh, oh. But man, my family loves you. Um, you're you're a pastor for many many years, a worship leader. Yes, both. Quickly, both. Um, yeah. We've never really done this. Give us your thirty second bio, if you don't mind.
0: Well, uh, Born, Raised, New York... Married my wife, my teenage uh, sweetheart, and uh, we we got actually saved during the process of the, the wedding. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, which, and we stayed. We were in the church there as a worship leader for a good ten years, twelve years in that church, and just moved on to ministry. Got connected with Kingdom Bound, and then uh, got ordained and started serving in the church as a, an associate pastor and wow. a worship leader. Been a blessing, blessing, blessing. All oh my to do such things.
2: Yeah, and for those of you that live outside Western York, Kingdom Bound is one of the largest Christian music festivals. It's about thirty five years old. And, Mike, oh, you've yeah? been there since day one, <laughs> so you must have started when you were four. <laughs> All right, maybe not 14. see the gray right. hair over here, yeah, but know, no, it's I been... Know. Well, thank you, man, for co-hosting. Mike, this morning we have a guest. Steve Metcalf from North Carolina is calling. He is in Lake Charles as we speak. I've been in and out a couple times, but uh, Steve, good morning. How are you?
4: Doing great, sir. Doing great.
2: So, Steve, um, I've been in and out a couple times. You've been in and out, I think, once as well. I think you've been there a couple times, and and I know that you you are there right on the front lines. Before we start talking about Hurricane Laura and what 8 Days Hope is doing, more importantly, what God is doing, let's talk a little bit about you. Now, you're from North Carolina, right? Yes, sir. Can you hear it, Mike? Yeah, I can tell the little Yes, yeah, sir. I believe <laughs> a so. Bit.
0: I love the sir part of it. That's oh, I, very, yeah. very respectful. Yeah, I love it.
2: Definitely Southern. Steve, um, what, what what, did you do for your career? What do you do for, for life and married and kids and all that? Give us a little bit of your bio.
4: I'm a retired pharmacist. I'm a retail pharmacist, always. 20 years plus as a chain pharmacist, and then opened my own drugstore and had 20 years of plus of, of retail experience as an independent pharmacist in my hometown, a wow. little small town in western North Carolina.
2: Married? Kids?
4: Uh, married, uh, two adult kids, one daughter, one son. I have one grandson uh, by way of my daughter, who's also a pharmacist. Mm.
2: A pharmacist, Mike. A pharmacist,
0: wow. <laughs> you see, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I met you in, after Hurricane Michael down oh. in Panama City, sure. and your yes, story sir? your stories has been so... Uh, it's just so intriguing, and so so. What, when you first, what was it like the first response to Eight Days of Hope that you decided to come on the first trip?
4: Well, that was by way of a, a comment by our, my pastor one Sunday morning that there was a, a need in Houston, Texas, because of Hurricane Harvey, and uh, I actually got to Houston before I ever heard the the phrase or name Eight Days of Hope. And the first person I ever met with the group was Steve Tiber.
2: Oh, gosh. Was it was it the son or the father? Was it me or my dad? It was you. So, it was you. So, okay.
4: Me and my traveling companion, a good friend, Steve, met Steve. So it was Steve and Steve and Steve. So, <laughs> I remember that. That's
2: right.
4: So the, it was not hard to remember names for the first day. <laughs>
2: So you travel. You're a pharmacist. So you're not a contractor. You you know you, you didn't you haven't built twenty five hundred homes or you know or one home. You know you, you're in essence a white collar worker. I guess is is what you would look at, right, Mike? Yeah, I think I'm looking that's at Mike. Is right. that is that correct? Yeah, it is. So you're in Houston for the first time volunteering with an organization. Um, what what was your experience like, Steve? What how were you changed when you were driving back home? One
4: of my Driving ambitions was to, to try to make a difference in, in people's lives no matter what I was doing and, and that's one one thing that drew me to pharmacy retail pharmacy in my hometown that thought I wanted to make a difference to touch lives and, and build relationships and I had an opportunity to do that with with the people that were suffering in Houston I, I think that life is all about relationships, relationships with my, my savior and relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm relationships with my friends and customers in the drugstore, and building relationships for those that are hurting. If, if you can make a connection to someone, you can make a difference in their life.
0: So, so, Steve, let me ask you, a pharmacist, what was the job that you had yeah. that, that they put you on when you came to Eight Days of Hope, kind of a, a, a rebuilding ministry? Uh, actually, this was a rapid response was your first trip, was it not? It, oh, no, it Houston. Houston was rebuilding.
4: Well, the first one I was there was, was the, the demolition. It was the first okay. trip. Okay, I got you. It was the demo job, day after day after day. <laughs> um, and it's uh, it was valuable. I, I, I learned a lot. I got to meet a, a lot of great Christians, co-workers, uh, and families that we, we touched uh, were able to interact with. It was uh, a very important trip to me. I, I learned a lot.
0: So it was demolition that you did that first time. You get a big sludge hammer and start whacking walls or down. Take, take all your frustration out, right? My team lost last weekend.
2: Boom!
3: Oh boy!
4: Yes. Big hammers, little hammers, dustpans, brooms, uh, and and carrying out soggy mattresses and oh. and family members mm. uh, memories. Uh, most of the time, while the family themselves was was there to to watch and and cry oh, yeah. and and wow. sit and, uh, and just be with them.
2: T- tell the listener, Steve, because. Again, Harvey was, you know, similar to Katrina. If if you said, Steve, you know, 8 Days Hope has responded to, gosh, 50-some disasters now. But if you said, Steve, what's the two or three disasters stick out? In my mind, it's Katrina, Harvey, Michael, and now I would say Laura. Those are the four that really just stick out to me. What was it like, Steve, driving down the roads in Houston and seeing debris of 8 and 10 feet high, house after house after house at the curb?
4: it's heartbreaking. It, it really is. When it's, I have to remind myself that all of these numbers you hear about 10,000 people homeless and 25,000 without power. Those, those are individuals. Those are, mm. are lives that have been changed one by one. That that'll never be the same. Mm. That, sure. that, that is, it's not just about a bunch of numbers. It's about a bunch of individuals that are unique and separate wow. that have been, they're, they're Life path has, has been changed forever.
2: And it has. I mean, Mike, put yourself, and you you were there in Panama City when Eight Days of Hope uh, went down to help out families after Hurricane Michael. Sure. And, and you and your wife, your wife got to go, which I'm so glad you did because, you know, we go home when we tell our family these stories. It's good that they get to experience it. That's right. Mike, when sometimes you meet these families, all their lifelong possessions, things they treasure that was given to them for weddings and birthdays and things they worked overtime so they could go out and purchase. I know they're just things, but it's their things, right? And and yeah. it's at the curb. And, and, you, and you meet these families, and a lot of them, they have like a glazed look in their eyes.
0: I was just going to say that. They're standing there like in disbelief, like... Is this real? Somebody pinch me and tell me this is not going to be here tomorrow. But it's there and it's right. And all their things are at the curb. And and then here we come. We walk on the. I mean, my my wife, uh, you know, she's a, a bit reserved, big heart, doesn't, you know, but. She opened up like a flower when she mm-hmm. we, we get on the grounds, and I remember this one lady just she just stood there, and nothing was said for a few minutes and All my wife did was go and put her arms around this lady, and they both began to weep wow. and then it turned into um almost joy and somebody's here and they connected and somebody cares somebody yeah somebody sees what cares and sees what i'm going through here and then the workers were were coming on and then these two were like best of friends for the rest of the the trip but i mean that's what that's how it plays out
2: so steve you uh you got down to lake charles pretty quick i know that you've been busy i think you were in cedar were you not in cedar rapids doing some chainsaw work for the disaster up there Yes,
4: sir. I was in, in Cedar Rapids <laughs> for three weeks.
2: Brother, you're everywhere, man. I, you know, you, uh, you you're traveling. So you're down in in Lake Charles, and some areas still don't have power, and we're weeks from the hurricane. I mean, give us give the listeners a glimpse of what you've experienced and seen since you've been down in Lake Charles.
4: Talked to one lady yesterday, who said that her part of her family was told by the power company that they would more than likely not have electricity till Christmas. There were no. 30 of these giant, 100, 150 foot tall transmission lines that were destroyed by, by oh Laura my to, to rebuild 30 of those units before they could get the transmission lines to the neighborhood where part of her family lives. The idea that they would be powerless and not able to live in their home till Till the holidays, is just that's so far in the future, it's, it's just it's impossible for people to, to understand. Hmm. But that's the, the reality of it for them. They've been uh, living in temporary quarters and moving from place to place with different family members, yet they've, they've still got occupations to, to, to go to work. They've got kids to get in school. They've got things to do, and they, they try to, to rebuild the damage to the home with, without electricity.
2: It's just unimaginable. Yeah, in in that heat and humidity as well. And again, uh, thank you for joining us this morning. You're listening to Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, Eight Days of Hope. We travel the country and help people after natural disasters. We're talking to Steve Metcalf. He's one of our leaders with the ministry, Eight Days of Hope, and he's in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And today we're talking about Hurricane Laura. Uh, but Hurricane Sally, of course, just hit Florida and, and caused a lot of damage. We had you know, some disasters in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, just six weeks ago that no one's talking about. But, Steve, you're there today, four weeks after the disaster of Hurricane Laura. Um, and as you just mentioned, there's people without power. You get a chance to meet a lot of people, Steve, doing what you do. When you leave, I know you're exhausted, but, but I bet your heart is full um, share with the listeners a little bit about what you go through personally um, walking this journey
4: it's it's difficult to, to, to see and uh, see these people in the devastation and how how different their life is going to be but it's it's rewarding. My spiritual gift is, is service, and I, I get a, a joy out of serving. I believe that that's a joy that comes from God because it is His gift that He gave me. And the, the joy that I, I get, the sense of fulfillment, the sense the, that I'm a contributor to, to make an improvement, to make a, a difference in a life, whether it's just to be there to, to, to talk with them and listen to their story, or to, to carry out debris or run a chainsaw, whatever it might be, there's a a joy and a sense of fulfillment that, that comes with doing that for me.
0: Hmm. So on a scale of 1 to 10, you're a pharmacist, and you and you did a, a, an awesome job, I'm sure, in your community with that, and now you're doing this volunteer work. Scale of 1 to 10, um, would you go, like to go back to doing the pharmacist work or would you <laughs> I no, know it's kind of no. a loaded question uh,
4: uh, No it's, it's not I, I really believe that I was divinely created to, to be a pharmacist. I enjoyed that immensely every day but when I left that pharmacy world that need to be a pharmacist and be recognized that for who I am is, is what I do hmm. that's disappeared and I get all that I need as far as being complete. From this new occupation. Wow. This new Okay. So this you, new endeavor.
0: So you didn't retire, you just changed occupations. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: went he went from a decent paying, good paying job to uh to a uh, my heart full is his job, right? Yeah. Um you know yeah. it's it's interesting, Mike. You know, I know some of the volunteers that are in Lake Charles today. Um, serving with Eight Days of Hope again. If you want to volunteer, there's a week left in Lake Charles. Go to the website hope.com. If you want to donate, please, 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 go to our website. You can make a donation, become a monthly partner as well. But today we have retired bankers, okay, retired doctors, hmm. Doctor Snow, okay. We we have a retired pharmacist. We have men and women who uh, were in the military. Who now are serving with Atis Hope? We have stay-at-home moms, homeschooling moms serving with us today in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Hmm. We have um, uh, college-age kids who, because college is different right now, and they're online. They're, they're. I know of two who are serving during the day and doing their classwork at night. And I get it. COVID is, you know, COVID's real. Okay. You know what I mean, okay, yes. it, it is. Okay, and yet. Here's an opportunity for the body of Christ to find a way, a safe way. I mean, no way is 100%, you know, can't guarantee. But we're doing things differently with COVID-19 here. But these people who had these great careers, Mm -hmm. some of them making gobs of money, and now we get a chance to talk to them and see them and hug them and love on these volunteers, they're making a difference that they'll never forget, Mike, never.
0: And that's the thing. I, I I can't help but think that all these professions are fulfilling. They're honorable. They support you a lot. But there's something in each one of our hearts that we want to give. Now I know that um, you know Steve gives. I'm sure he gave as a pharmacist to his to his community sure. and, and served in, in great ways. But there's something that you cannot experience until you see something like the devastation, and you see the, look into someone's eyes and realize that you are personally. Jesus is using you. God's using you to make a huge difference in their life, an impact that no other thing Mm -hmm. can make an
2: impact. Steve's uh, one of our leaders with Eight Days of Hope, and our leaders wear blue shirts, Mike, so that, that way the volunteers don't just stop Two or three people and ask them all the questions, but they can lean on the wisdom. Steve, you're also a rapid response manager in training. Yes, I mean you're uh, you've been shadowing a little bit. I think you did it up in Cedar Rapids, and I think there's a, a day or two here you've been doing that. What is it like being the and I and I use the word ultimate with a small u because I know you very well. It's not self promoting or like look at me. But what does it feel like waking up knowing that those eighty or hundred volunteers that ultimately. Um, you're leading them that day. What what goes through your mind in this new role that you're training for and actually starting to do?
4: I compare it to to being a pharmacist. I, I never had a intrepidation about going to work and filling prescriptions. Although it was described by by many people as literally having the, the option of life or death in your hands. If you if you misfill a prescription, there's some. Mm-hmm. Something about me that I, I never was scared of that. I'm, there's a uh, hesitancy about every day that I get up that I'm quote the the, the pretend leader I call it to, that I that I'm in charge <laughs> for that pretend day
3: pretend leader I, I,
4: uh, that I there's to me a, a greater sense of responsibility in this than there ever was as being a pharmacist even though wow. I might fill you know several hundred prescriptions a day. Or, or talk to several hundred people about their disease states or something of that nature. There's a greater sense of responsibility now than there was even in that previous career that I have the responsibility of directing people to, to certain homes and, and touching different lives or the safety of them or the organizational skills that are required to 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 get all these people out and the other team's responsibilities. There's a greater sense of what I'm responsible for in this job than there ever was in pharmacy to me.
0: So, Steve, let me ask you what, uh, on that line. When you, I imagine, as a pharmacist, you obviously you ran your own business. yourself, probably a few few employees, but now you've got different personalities, different interactions, <laughs> different situations. You're in a sense the boss that they're coming to you. That's a whole different dynamic. How 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 do you adjust to that?
4: That's the hardest part with sure. with my drugstore. I had 16 employees, and 16 different personalities, 16 different schedules, 16 different work ethics. But this, there's 50 to 100, sometimes 120 people, and people management, if you choose to call it that, is – the most difficult.
2: <laughs> thank, thank you, Steve. thank you, Steve. Thank you. Good thank question. You. Re- huh? Remember that now, Mike, as a board member of Eight Days of Hope, when you do my yearly review, right? When you're like, "Hey, Steve," yeah. um, and you know what? It, it's interesting because people are there for the right reasons. They're there to love and serve the brokenhearted. And again, we're talking to Steve Metcalf. He's in Lake Charles, Louisiana, today. We're four weeks uh, serving here in Lake Charles. We've got one week left. More information: go to the website eightdaysofhope.com. But you're leading volunteers, and it's a little tricky because in the business world, if someone's underperforming or they kind of got their own agenda going or they're not a great fit, you meet with them a couple times, you meet with HR, and then at that point you pray for them. You know, you know, and then you kind of they go their own way volunteers are a little bit more interesting, aren't they, <laughs> They're Steve? They're
0: volunteers.
4: Right? Um, They're different challenges, yes. Uh, there or is. as someone reminded me a couple of days ago, different opportunities. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like that. I like that.
2: that Do you know what? Every day, Mike, um, the leader that's in charge for that day, so when Steve takes over the lead, I think he's doing it on Friday, uh, I'll call him in the afternoon and just say, hey, how's the day going? Anything unusual happening? Um, You know, if there's ever an accident, they don't happen often, but they do, a vehicle accident or equipment failure or, you know, if someone needs a stitches and right. you know, so I can call them and pray with them, whatever. But but more often than not, one of the things we talk about is is people, mm-hmm. is, you know, a person or a couple people who, you know, Steve, pray for this. This is a tough situation. But most of the time, Steve, people come there with no agendas. They just want to love and serve people. And, and, right. and, and that's what makes what we do so much fun. So you've been in Louisiana. You've met hundreds of people. I think as of today, 800 people have come and gone serving with 8 Days of Hope during a pandemic. Um, you've met people from all around the country. What makes the 8 Days of Hope volunteer so unique, Steve?
4: I, I think it's the, the kindred spirit by, by knowing Jesus and the desire mm-hmm. to, to, to serve. Uh, that that bottom line connection, being able to, there's a a common denominator to to why we're here. Uh, I think that umbrella that we're serving under makes the the situation unique.
2: Hmm. Kindred spirit. I know right. we got to go to a break, Mike, but. We've talked about that for 15 years, sure. right? That, that's I love his words, mm-hmm. common denominator. Right. So even when you agree to disagree, I mean, think about it. Sometimes in Houston, mm-hmm. in 15 days, we did two eight-day trips back-to-back, one day overlapping, 808 homes, 808 families right. had their homes rebuilt for free. 800 $15 800. million dollars of work. Oh my, my. And Mike, when you get five contractors who normally leave their own crews, Or if you get a pharmacist or someone like me who's in the building material industry for 30 years, they come in and maybe they've led before, and now they got to submit. There's a lot of dynamics. Sure. But the common denominator is Jesus.
0: That's it. Come on.
2: And that's why
0: it works. Well, yeah, you go back to the core of why are we here, and then you take your differences and you work through them or you set them aside, or you submit and you yield to it. What are we yielding to? The cause of serving people in the name of the Lord Jesus.
2: Amen. Amen. When we come back, we're going to talk to Steve Metcalf. He's in Lake Charles, Louisiana, as Eight Days of Hope continues and starts our fifth week of service. You could still volunteer with us. You have to be 18. It's free. We have all the tools. You'll have a great time. Uh, we're going to feed you really good. Mm. I, mean, I mean, you're going to Louisiana. Yeah. Oh. Even during a disaster, Louisiana's <laughs> still find ways to eat very Very good. Uh, But we'd love for you to join us. If you can't make it, pray. Pray for the volunteers. Pray for Steve and the team. We're going to talk to him in a minute about some more things going down. Or you can donate. Donate online at 8daysofhope.com. But when we come back, more about Hurricane Laura. So much going on right now. You're listening to Hope Rains, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope.
1: 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com. P-R-O-V-I-A.com.
3: Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope.
2: 2020 is going to be a busy year and you'll have plenty of opportunities to come love and serve those in need with Eight Days of Hope. One of the new arms of the ministry is our safe house construction ministry. We travel the country, and we partner with an existing ministry and help them renovate, build or remodel facility to provide a safe place for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. For more information, as always, please go to our website.
3: Eight Days of Hope started as a disaster relief ministry, and it has continued to grow since then.
2: We partner with an organization called Bigger Than Ball. Bigger Than Ball partnered with us when we went to Houston, Texas after Hurricane Harvey. We partnered with the Houston Astros. We rebuilt eight baseball diamonds in bigger than ball, then put on a free sports camp. Eight
3: Days of Hope is much more than disaster relief.
2: For more information about this ministry or any arms of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope, please go to our website, eightdaysofhope.com.
3: Come be the hands and feet of Jesus.
2: back to hope Rains, a broadcast of eight days of hope and mike on all of our rebuilding trips uh, every morning we start out with that song by mandisa oh, yes and it is a good morning and yes. regardless if you're listening in new york state or iowa texas louisiana florida coast to coast 200 cities thank you for joining us my name is steve Tiber, hanging out with my good friend mike Fiella and today we're talking i know there's been hurricane laura hurricane sally there's other hurricanes brewing as we speak. But today, Mike, we're in Lake Charles, Louisiana, helping after Hurricane Laura and the need is real. You've seen hurricane damage, Mike. Absolutely. It's riveting.
0: Absolutely. And in this case here, the the fact that the it, it hit at one hundred and fifty four, one hundred and fifty two miles an hour Phew. inland even inland was still 130-some miles an hour. That's ins- crazy. I was going to say insane, insanely crazy. And the devastation is overwhelming. And we haven't even talked about the water damage, 10 feet of water coming up. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's, How do you?
2: It, oh. It's a mess down there. We've had about 800 volunteers already come serve with 8 Days Hope. You can donate online at 8dayshope.com. If you want to help offset some of the expenses for that trip, if you make a donation uh, just in the memo line, put Hurricane Laura and every penny, not one penny is going to come out for anything else but to bring supplies to uh, to those in need. Every home, Mike, in Lake Charles, every single house, let me repeat that, every single home in Lake Charles was affected. Every home. Every
0: home. Every home. Every home in that city. Oh, my. And you're still talking about no power, five weeks
2: and and here's the challenge, you know Hurricane Sally happened last week and the need is there as well and you know our eyes and ears are open and you know we're we're looking at ways to bring equipment and supplies and you know we do all we can at every disaster but disasters in the media last these days about a day or two. Okay, yeah, you, know, you right. have a pandemic, you have an election coming up next month. You know you have you know so many things going on sure. with with families and colleges and and, and the restrictions and, and you know wear a mask, don't wear a mask. I mean all that we're not going there today. All that unique stuff, uh, but boy, the, the need is real, Mike.
0: Well, and that's the thing. I we all wish that there'd be more and you know, I'm really really thankful for a show like this and in about two hundred cities that we get the word out because there's such great need. It doesn't go away. And these folks he will does. be rebuilding for for years. Many years, yeah, to yeah. come.
2: A storm like this is five to seven years, Mike. Katrina was a ten year storm. Really, ten yes. years, okay. This did not have the water damage that we saw with Hurricane Sally last week. Mm-hmm. So more water damage with Hurricane Sally. This is more wind damage. There was water damage, because okay. you know, if your roof gets blown off and you have a hole in your roof, well, sure. you know there's a church in Lake Charles that we were going to be based out of called um, a, a Church of the King. And that was going to be our home base for five weeks. And their air conditioning units got blown off their building, and it rained in their building. I mean, they have millions and millions and millions of dollars of damage. Uh, So so the need is real. But anyways, not anyways, back to Steve Metcalf. Steve, (laughs) uh, you're down there leading with eight days of hope and uh, so thankful for you and your heart, a retired pharmacist on the front lines for Jesus. Steve, um, these families that you're meeting, and I know that we get a chance to pray with so many of them tell us what what are some of these families what are the responses to you I mean I mean are, do they run to you with open arms are they a little cautious at first are they are they taken aback are they overjoyed but what are some of the reactions you've seen from some of the families we're serving
4: one of one of the reactions is disbelief that that people the group that I was serving with yesterday for for assessment I'm from North Carolina there was a, a, a team member from Florida and another team team member from texas Oh my gosh. a previous team member was from oklahoma but for four different states to be represented to to show up just for an assessment it's a, a disbelief that people from all over the country would come come to to do this for me a total stranger but then when the work team shows up with with more people total strangers to do it at no charge there's a, a disbelief mm-hmm. and then there's a uh, I'm not worthy kind of uh, approach to it, or why are you here? And one of the the things that I experience is the fact that it's overwhelming, They they don't know where to start. And if somebody comes in and and moves, removes the debris or cuts the trees, that lessens their, their burden of of where to start, what to do. Hmm. It's a lot of times still even weeks from the, the horror that, that struck, uh, They haven't done anything because they don't know where to start, what to do. So it's removing some burden from them and and giving them some hope. The Mm -hmm. idea that somebody that they don't know will come in and and listen to them and offer hope and and pray with them, that is an incredible opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus.
2: Talking to Steve Metcalf down in Lake Charles after Hurricane Laura, of course. Hurricane Sally last week. The need is real. Go to 8daysofhope.com and volunteer or donate. Um, He said a couple words there, Mike. He said disbelief. Yeah. Think about it. To no fault of your own, your house is damaged severely. Maybe you had the right insurance. Maybe you didn't have the right insurance. Maybe trees fell on your property, not on your house, and that's not covered on insurance. And then strangers from four states show up. And they're there, and and they and they're there to serve you. But then the other key word Steve said is, and sometimes they just want you to listen.
0: Yes, yeah. Oh, it, that that is the key to it all. You, you know, if you're ready to volunteer, but you say, "What can I say to these people? What can I do?" It's a it, it's it'll just flow out. You'll stand there, and they'll start saying something, and you'll be listening and listening, and like it happened to my wife once. Maybe you just. Say well, let's have a word of prayer, or let's just mm-hmm. give him a, give him a hug and say, "We're here to serve you. We're here to love." You. It's it's a it's a very easy. Uh, what, what word am I looking for it's just a wonderful connection that you know God's placed you there. He knows what that person needs, and you're there to, to meet that. But it's really not you or me. It's it's the Lord just really fallen, taking so, the moment and Sometimes part love of flow.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, right. let, let the love flow. My bad. S- sometimes families that we're serving, part of their healing process is just sharing their hurt and pain with you. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, I mean, think about all of our families. If you're listening today, you're listening to Hope Rains a broadcast of Eight Days Hope, but you know, a disaster comes in and destroys your house. A lot of these families have other things going on too. Sure you know, maybe their finances aren't right. Maybe their job just fell through. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe Mm -hmm. their child is rebelling. Maybe their car broke down two days ago. Maybe their mom died three months ago and the house was given to them by their parents. There's so many other dynamics going on, Steve, right? I mean, you're there, Steve, and you want to be a good listener, but there could be a lot more going on. Do the volunteers... The volunteers traditionally, I know with COVID we're doing things differently. We invite the families to come back and have dinner with us. Can you ever remember a unique story of a family member coming at dinner, regardless if it's in Louisiana or Cedar Rapids or Houston, and just shared a story that you want to share today?
4: There was a series of tornadoes in Opelika, Alabama, where they were. Yes. The lady came back to, to talk to us that night, and she had seven. Family members lost it in that tornado. Seven family members on on one hill there. A couple of different homes were were totally destroyed, but that was uh, still through all of that. She was hopeful. Her her faith in Jesus uh, was able to, to shine through that, and her connection to to our Lord and Savior was was visible. I'll never forget that night. Uh, Her name was Peggy, I believe, but I remember the story of her being in the prayer room as the tornado ripped apart and destroyed every other stick in that house. Every two-by-four, every piece of furniture was totally gone, except the prayer closet where she and her mother were that, I guess it was an evening, but that
0: that time. Wow. Except for the prayer closet, Steve, think about that for just a moment. I mean, they're in there praying, and their life was spared. Where does that, Steve? Where? I probably know the answer to this. But where does that strength come from? That the they lost. She lost seven family members, and where does that strength come from?
4: There, there is no no other possible answer except through the strength of Jesus. Yeah, I, as as oh, she was laying there on top of her mother, for protecting her eighty-some-year-old mm-hmm. mom, uh, and literally the, the timbers above her were being removed. She said she felt the hand of God holding her down. Wow! Oh
2: man! I, I remember meeting her, Steve, and her star- sharing the story with me, and that was a just a terrible, terrible um, sight to see all those homes in Alabama. Uh, dis- t- destroyed I mean destroyed from a tornado and you're serving families knowing that loved ones had died at the place mm-hmm. you were working Mike sure. and it, it's humbling mm. right I mean you know we, we, we think our life is not going well right you know mm. maybe maybe we're not feeling well maybe our roof is leaking maybe our cables out maybe our, you know our, our, we got a speeding t- you know something sure it's pal in comparison. Hmm. You know, this lady yeah. and these volunteers, the lady more so, of course, her life's been changed forever. But to this point, this pharmacist from North Carolina, mm-hmm. who God directed to be there in Alabama to love and serve the brokenhearted, okay. he'll never forget her, Mike. That's it. Never.
0: Steve, your life has changed as a result of that. It has to be when you see Absolutely. stuff like this. Go ahead.
2: It is, no doubt. Wow. Steve, we are out of time. Man, first of all, I just want to tell you, um, I love you, brother. Um, There's something about you, and maybe, you know, you you remind me of a friend of mine. Um, He's down there, too. His name is Wayne. You seem very calm when things are a little bit interesting, because they can be interesting in the ministry world sometimes. But I I love your heart, Your, your um. You get it. You understand why we do what we do. It's not the $53 million of work that 8 Days Hope has done rebuilding all these homes after natural disasters. It's not the you know facilities we're building for those rescued from sex trafficking. It's the relationships, the people that we're trying to make an impact for the kingdom. And, and Steve, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. yes, um, Mike, before we let him go, do you have any follow-up thoughts on him or on Steve? I definitely want you to pray for Steve because okay. he's there right now. Mm. I mean, we go in and out sometimes as leaders, but he's there on the front lines for Jesus. So we need to pray for Steve and the volunteers. Yeah. And there's a week left. If you want to okay. go to Louisiana... Maybe you live in Texas, in Houston, or if you live up north in Oklahoma or Kansas, shoot on down for a couple of days. You have to be 18. That's the only requirement. It's free. We'll give sure. you a safe place to sleep. We're going to feed you really good. We do worship and devotion morning and night. You're going to meet people like Steve all over the country, and you will be changed forever. But
0: that's it. That's it. You know, one thing that I, I'm learning, Steve, from what you're saying here uh, is— my personality, I'm a Mr. Fix It. I want to get in there and get things done. Mm. And you, you really emphasize the point of listening. Listening listening and listening so he's good thank god for that okay let's pray pra- yeah, pray yeah. For steve, father please. we thank you so much for all the work that's being done through steve and his leadership thank you for giving him strength and courage and yes. wisdom thank you father that back in the pharmacy you were preparing him for these days amen. that he's working now bless him physically uh, financially spiritually in every way use him as a great leader that he is and make him even greater amen. in jesus name thank you
2: amen, amen. Thank you, Steve, so much for hanging Thanks
0: out Steph and for this, this opportunity.
2: I pray you have a good day. I know, I know, you and I will talk tomorrow. You're leaving tomorrow, aren't you?
4: Leaving for to go back home on Saturday, but I am leading, leading tomorrow, leaving the next
2: day. I get you, brother. <laughs> I get you. I get you. Hey, and we'll be uh, lifting up your wife in prayer too. I know that she has a procedure coming up, but love you, brother, and uh, can't wait to see you again.
4: Looking forward to it. God bless you guys. God bless you,
2: Steve Metcalf, one of the leaders of Eight Days of Hope down in Lake Charles, and um, he's making a difference. Here's a pharmacist who now is serving the day after a natural disaster strikes our country, and, and and being the hands and feet of Jesus and making a difference. Sure, that he'll never. I mean. That is unmeasurable, Mike. Right, and it's
0: amazing how we can see these stories and stories after stories of how someone's called to serve at Eight Days of Hope that their previous job really did prepare them for everything. (laughs) A pharmacist! A pharmacist, go figure it. He's talking about chainsaws now that he uses. That's amazing. It is
2: amazing. Hey, please come volunteer with us, and maybe you can't next week down in Louisiana. Uh, You know, we we go from coast to coast. We've been to 56 different disasters over the last 15 years. We travel the country and sign up for our email alerts online at 8daysofhope.com. Also, um, we're going to ask for your help. It's that simple. We have. Multiple balls. We have nothing. God has multiple balls in the air that we're trying just to keep, you know,
0: (laughs) juggling, hitting hitting them up in the air to keep them from hitting the
2: floor. We really could use your your financial help if you would consider making a donation. You could become a monthly partner online. Five, ten, twenty five dollars a month makes a world of difference. Give up one cup of coffee a week, send it our way, or maybe a lunch. Um, Man, it, it would make a huge impact for the kingdom. You could also mail us a check. And I'm going to give you the P.O. Box here in a minute. Every dollar that you donate will be spent to help with the hurricane. No overhead. Zero. 100% of the dollars given will be sent to help those in need. Not a salary or a car or insurance plan or anything like that. You can do that by sending a check to P.O. Box 3208. That's P.O. Box 3208. Tupelo, Mississippi. Tupelo, the home of Elvis. You didn't know that, Mike. Maybe you did. Three eight eight zero three, three eight eight zero three, and that's on our website and Facebook. I know what you're going to say thank you, thank you very
0: much. A whole lot of shaking I, going on. I get you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
2: hey, we only have a minute left, Mike. But um, yeah. during a pandemic, mm-hmm. God is still moving.
0: Incredibly so. To and he's think st- about still the numbers. Yes, yes, and to think about you know the scare of the pandemic, and we need to be all of precautions. But sure. to think about. I mean in Lake Charles up to 650 volunteers came Actually around. 800 now 800. 800 with oh, this last that. week, right. yeah. Got so the numbers my. continue to grow. Oh my,
2: it, it, It's it's amazing. But hey, um, continue to pray for the families down in Florida as they recover from Hurricane Sally. Again, we have volunteers. Well, we don't have anything. God has volunteers with AD Hope in four different states right now. Again, more information about the ministry. Uh, check out our YouTube channel as well. We've got some cool videos up there. You meet some of the families we serve. Father, we thank you so much for this morning. We thank yes. you for Steve. Father, we thank you for who he is in you. Father, Mm -hmm. we pray that Eight Days of Hope does not get any glory or attention. Father, we want the glory to be given to you, Father. We thank you that you're in control, you sit on the throne. That's right. And and Father, right now, you're directing your people to be the hands and feet of your son, Jesus. Thank you for our partners, for the donors, for those uh, that are helping us, host us as we serve in these communities. Mm -hmm. Uh, Father, be with the families down in Florida and Louisiana. In That's Jesus' right. name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Mike. Can't wait to see you next week. Uh, the, I
0: enjoy these times and uh, I know all, this, you do. all the stories that are that are and, and the fact that God is working in this country.
2: You yeah. and your hot chocolate, brother. You and your hot chocolate. <laughs> hey, thank you for listening to Hope Rains. Tune in again next week as we share God's side stories from the mission field. Hope Rains, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.